you are listening to Age Vibrantly Tips, trajectory changing Thursdays with your host, Marcy Haynes Cody. Community outreach registered nurse, holistic longevity coach, praise dance fitness master, and best selling lead author of 90 Ways to Age Vibrantly, a Baby Boomers devotional journal. Life transforming holistic words of wisdom and conversations with experts in their fields. Hashtag walk now or walker later. AgeVibrantlyTips.com. This podcast is for educational purposes only and not medical science. Please consult your healthcare provider before adopting any health-related program. There's no guarantee or assurance that the following advice given here will diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure any diseases. Listeners should understand that they are responsible for the actions they take or do not take as a result of listening to this podcast. Hello and welcome to Age Vibrantly Tips Podcast. I'm Marcy Cody of MarcyCodyRN.com. I've been a registered nurse and a faith-based wellness enthusiast for over 20 years and a praise dance fitness master since 2013. I'm a two times, soon to be three, best-selling author. Number one was 90 Ways to Age Vibrantly, a Baby Boomer's devotional journal. Number two is international bestseller, Ignite the Hunger in You with the incomparable motivational speaker, Les Brown and J.B. Owen. And number three, which is being released this Saturday, February 5th, 2022, Embracing Imperfections, Volume 2, with visionary lead author Jessica T. Moore and 27 other authors. So I'm super excited about that. Okay, my fork in the road was when my husband was diagnosed with cancer the year we were married, 1999. I started my wellness research, and glory to God, he is a cancer conqueror. He says the big C is Christ. Since then, my purpose on earth is to encourage faith leaders to be excellent stewards of God's holy temple, to be a temple renovator instead of desecrator, feeding your faith more than your face. It is possible to be alive, sharp, independent, impactful, incredible, and spry way past 65. It's not about willpower or discipline. It's about creating sustainable, healthy habits and abandoning self-sabotaging habits. Faith over fear. And my acronym for fear is Faith Expects Awesome Results. Today, our guest is Mrs. Jilda Johnson. She's a 53-year-old wife and mother of four who speaks five languages, y'all. She's an international best-selling author and transformational spiritual empowerment speaker known as Goldie for being refined by fire as gold. She is a queen of hearts, international coach, transforming and healing women's hearts through empowerment, encouragement, equipment, education, and enlightenment of mindsets leading women to purpose. Gilda has advanced degrees and a decade of research studies on addiction behaviors and environmental interaction with epigenetics and is the co-founder of Holy Spirit Ministry and Bible Restorative Table Talk, discussing biblical and non-biblical topics. Welcome to Age Vibrantly Tips podcast, Jilda. What was your fork in the road? What was the thing that happened to you that made you decide to spend time on wellness, to 
make healthier choices. After being diagnosed with cancer, although I always saw I ate right, one of the things that I never ate good was the, my sweet teeth. I love sugar. I used to have like four spoons of sugar in my coffee until I realized that sugar is the cancer feeder and is the number one killer of your body cells. So I still learning and continuing growing in learning how to be healthy and how to age vibrantly by so many few tips that I had to learn all over how to eat. And um, so today I, I'm gonna be happy to share it with you. One of them is water. Water is the essence of our life. We're supposed to drink like half of your weight in ounces. Let's say if you weight 100 pounds, you're supposed to have 50 ounces and so forth. And one of them too is like fresh air. We don't realize how fresh air is so important. It gives you good skin, good lungs, improves your blood pressure, heart rate, relieves stress, anxiety, makes you happy and energetic. And also it strengthens your immune system. I have like uh, also playing happy songs. We take it for granted, but playing happy songs improves your mental focus. Just like the song I'm having right now, it's to soothe my mind so I can relax and talk without thinking. It, it soothes and relaxes your blood vessels. It makes you feel happier when you hear the ding of a song or of a playing of a soothe song. And also reduces stress level. And we know it gets our dopamine levels better, which that's the, the secret of depression, you know? You have to raise your dopamine and serotonin. Well, you know, there's a lot of research behind the power of music. In fact, I have a, my stepmom who is 89 years old, who has Alzheimer's and she really is not mentally with it at all. But if you go in there and play her some Aretha Franklin, uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, she can sing every word. She just yeah. perks up and, and just perks up just like anything, just like a bright, like you turn the light on, you know, she just, and she can sing and she'll sway her back and forth. So yes, music is fantastic for the soul, for the mind, for the body, for the immune system. And also it can help with uh, when people are going through, because what I like to talk about too is about how you can help prevent like um, your mental decline. And one of them is by singing because your brain, when you, work, when you sing the words along with the music, it helps exercise certain brain parts of your brain. Parts. It helps with your memory and stuff like that. So yeah. Those are a lot of, of wonderful tips, Miss Childa. You know what, Mrs. Marcy? I actually, I'm a trainer, facility. I'm a trainer for the chronic pain self-management program, which has been a national program. And one of the exercise 
that I tell them about the power of the brain, how it can actually seize your pain is through doing these lemon imag imaginary type of exercise that you close your eyes. I tell them, you know, now you cut in it and now you feel the juicy and the smell of the fresh lemon. And all of the, them at the end, when they open their eyes, they said, oh my God, my mouth was like uh, watering. watering. And I almost felt like I was eating a lemon. That's the power of the brain. You can do so much through the power of the brain. You can shift your mindset through your brain. You can shift pain. I've been doing all these things, Mrs. Marcy, through my chemotherapy, through my surgery. When I had surgery, I was in the hungry to speak. I, will, I did things through my... Um, you know, through my, um, through this tough time of cancer, nobody can ever tell. And I'm still in chemotherapy and you look at me, you wouldn't tell. No, I would never know. I still I would have never know. two more, um, two more treatments to go. Okay. Okay. Well, the you power know, of the brain, the brain has so much power and it's not because your thoughts are things. And then when you speak what your thoughts are, you give more power to it. So that's why we learn to speak, you know, scripture tells you speak those things as though they, as though they were. And to speak what you want to happen instead of what you don't want to happen. I actually worked in the chemotherapy suite at a hospital here in Chicago for a while. And I'm not chemo certified, but I would uh, welcome the patients in and do their vital signs and start them on their pre-medications and draw their blood and, and all those access their ports and all that kind of stuff. And so I would always ask them how they were doing. And some people would normally say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm getting this certain chemotherapy and they're saying that you know, I'm gonna lose my hair and that I'm gonna feel cold all the time. So I brought three blankets just in case. And, you know, they're like speaking up all the most negative parts of the thing, you know? And I tell them, well, why can't you just think about maybe you'll be the 1% of people that don't have those symptoms, you know? So you know I think sometimes you can think it up and make it worse yes. for yourself. Yeah. I stopped losing my hair though. I did lose my hair, but I find out that I have the cutest head ever. I saw I had a big, ugly head. And when I, my family throw a, power, a party to cut my hair, each one of them, eventually I start dripping tears all over my face, like holding on one little tiny hair. But I said, give me that machine. And I start shaving it on my own. And when I shave that and I look at, at the mirror and I'm like, wow. I never knew I had a beautiful round head. <laughs> also, I had an ugly big head. <laughs> and I took beautiful pictures. I went to Florida with my husband on the pool, you know, with my shaved head. I enjoyed it. And now my head came back after my surgery. The chemotherapy that they giving me after surgery, they said, your hair may fall again. I says, by all means, I'm already ready. The devil is a liar. I will embrace my bald head again 
but it didn't fall with the aducrustuzumab that okay. I'm taking now. Okay, yeah. very good, very good. So you did give us a few nuggets. Um, tell me, is there one thing that you wish you had learned when you were a child, when you were much younger about your health? One thing that I wish if I had knew as a child is the importance of keeping your guts clean. Because knowing, I never knew that actually all illnesses, all diseases comes, it's from your guts. We have trillions of bacteria in your guts and the secret of being healthy is to have clean guts. And per se, drink water, eat vegetables and fruits and all things that comes from seeds rather than boxes or cans or containers that is not good. I say eat like your grandparents or great grandparents used to eat, which is things from the ground and not from the boxes and cans. And uh, another one is the, I didn't know as a child about detoxing, detoxing your body. You know, it's very important, like, you know, the green teas that I put on my list to share with you. It's so important when you drink green tea and juices like natural juices instead of coffee, it, it uh, prevents cell damage and promotes cell growth. I have a question. Is there one thing that you um, were taught that you would say was the best advice you've gotten in your life regarding your health that you haven't mentioned already because you already talked about a bunch of stuff. Yes, eat three meals a day, small portions, and throughout the day eat snacks. That's the secret. You cannot starve your body. That's, uh, that's an important point that at my home, that's my parents, we had to eat three meals. And it's not like a fast food meal. We used to sit down and eat meal and enjoy the food and the nourishing to your body. You cannot eat in a hurry. It is a sacred moment to treat your body because Miss Marcy, remember, we are body, spirit, and mind. We always take care of the body by feeding things, but we have kind of like, have done not a good job in how we feed our body and make it nutritious. And then, you know, the mind, we study, study about all these things about how to treat our body, how to educate ourselves. And also spirit is a portion important for us to be wholesome. So we have to have that balance. You're nutritious for your body, your mind educated and acknowledge of what is right for your body because we each, every one of us knows the best for what, what is nutritious for our body and what our body rejects. And then, you know, the spiritual component, which is the food of your spirit that helps you energize and be vibrantly 
healthy. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take a little short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our books. We're both authors, multiple, we can call us serial authors. <laughs> and when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about our book. Are you an entrepreneur without a website? I just did a training on a free way to get your products online without a website. Come to MarcyCodyRN.com and click on free ways to sell online. And I will send you the training video. Of course, if you need one-on-one -on -one help, I got you. Just go to MarcyCodyRN.com and click on free ways to sell online. That's M-A-R-C-Y-C-O-D-Y-R-N.com. Now back to the conversation. So we're back, Miss Childers. I'm so excited because we're both authors on this book that's coming out. Oh, we're launching it on February 5th, Embracing Imperfections, Volume 2. Were you in Volume 1? No, I was just in the Volume 2. Okay, so this book was has our visionary author, Jessica T. Moore, who we met at Hungry to Speak. We both met her in New York when we were speaking there in August of 2021. And then we joined Ignite the Hunger in You. And we were in that book together with Les Brown. And now we're doing Embracing Imperfections. So this book is really about women that are telling their stories about overcoming and how they have overcome certain things in their life and some hard work as how we can help someone else that might be going through the same thing. So Gilda, what was your, what was your story about? Without giving the whole story away, because you know, we want everybody to go buy the book, right? Yes, definitely, definitely. Well, my story was about how to overcome unhealthy relationship. Believe it or not, I had made bad choices in my life as most of us as women. So I made two bad choices of relationships. The first one was a husband of 10 years, which ended up in divorce and a broken nose. So there was domestic violence and I had to endure like, you know, six hours of surgery to get my nose back together. Just like what I say, like Mr potato that couldn't put himself back together and had to be done by a surgery. The second one was another 10-year relationship that left my heart shattered. I mean, I was completely broken. I didn't know how to put myself together. And I had to find, uh, God had to find me to help me to actually put my heart back together. So it is about how to overcome unhealthy relationship. And my title is From Heartbroken to Heal. And I have these three tips on how, you know, to help my, that helped myself to heal and how to help other women to heal. Great. Well, can you give us one of the tips, like your favorite one? 
Well, my favorite one was the self core values. It's the self core values, love for yourself that you cannot bargain. It's not negotiable with no one. For instance, like self-respect, uh, integrity, and that you can put at anything you want on your self-love core values that you do not wanna negotiate with no one in, no, in any different type of relationship. And you know, I can share with you also one that I think that was very important to me in my healing was writing 10 affirmations of self-forgiveness. Because when something like that is done to you, we want to kind of blame ourselves. Why did we allow those things to happen? So writing down those affirmations daily of why should I forgive myself, it helped me to set myself free because forgiveness is more about you than your perpetrator. So those was those two important things that helped me to heal my heart. And of course, the secret of it all was God in the middle of it, helping me to heal and soothe my broken heart. Wow, that's incredible. So yes, that, that was great. So yes, yeah, so my story is very similar to yours. My story was entitled From Battered to Board Member. So what happened to me, I was in, this was my second marriage and both of my first two marriages were physically abusive. But my second marriage was much worse Thankfully, I didn't have any children by this man, but I was so blind when I went into that marriage because he was like a knight in shining armor when I met him. I just knew he was like my Prince Charming. He treated me so, so, so good before we got married. And we dated for like two years before we got married. He was great with the kids. He had a great job. I mean, he was like perfect. He was tall, dark, and handsome. He was just a great dancer, fun to be with. I mean, he was like everything I wanted, at least I thought I wanted, and a bag of chips, right? He was like everything, everything. But lo and behold, when we got married, he turned into Mr. Jekyll. Well, well not Mr. Jekyll. What is it? Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Right. He turned into Mr. Hyde. He turned like night and day. And what I didn't realize was that he was hiding a crack cocaine addiction. I had no idea. I had no idea. So I'm not going to tell the whole story. But what I'm going to say is that after I escaped with my life, <laughs> three months later, there was a dead body found on his back porch in a garbage bag. Oh, my God. That could have been me. Okay. So I, the way I escaped was to get into a shelter. 
And at that time, this was back in the eighties. And I didn't even, I hadn't even heard of a shelter for battered women. I didn't even know what it was. So I was just going through this praying every day. I was Catholic. So I was praying Hail Mary full of grace. The Lord is with me prayers and just um, praying that I would just, you know, make it through. Cause I was in nursing. That's the one good thing he did was encourage me to go to nursing school. So I was in nursing school at the time, trying to get through that and deal with his craziness. And, oh, it was just a nightmare. But I finally escaped to the shelter. And um, why I say from batter to board member, because after I graduated school and became a nurse, I started donating to the shelter where I was, you know, stayed when I was rescued. And they actually invited me to be a board member. And so I was a board member for five years. And I was actually secretary of the board for a couple of years. And this is like the biggest shelter in Chicago. They had like a $2 million budget. It was huge. So it was a big deal. So, and I learned a lot from that because now I have my own nonprofit, Highest Praise Dance Fitness. And, uh, And yeah, so that's my story. And so my hard work as far as, um, what to do, how to escape a violent, because you always think that it's it's not going to happen again and you're praying and you're doing all those things. What I can say is just get out. You have to, first don't get in it because there were a lot of red flags that I ignored. And if your family tells you yeah. that he ain't the one, don't marry the fool, please <laughs> listen to them. Okay. <laughs> listen to them on our marriage day the priest refused to marry us because he came drunk and I was hysterical because I was like how could he do this to me this is my love I I couldn't see it I could not see it I would like like the old saying love is blind love is blind deaf and dumb and marriage is an eye-opener (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I I was so blind. So that is my hard work. Know the warning signs of an abuser and don't marry him. <laughs> if you do, and it's not funny. I do laugh about it because now it's 30 years later and you know, I've been married now for 22 years to my current husband. And you know what, uh Marcy, I think as a woman we have good hearts. We we fall in love with the heart and we ignore those red flags that you talked about. And however, sometimes we are not dumb women, actually. We actually very smart women. We still fall into that. And sometimes we drag years and years after. And I think one of my heart works that is so crucial for a woman that's going through it now or have went through it is to find a community that makes you feel safe. Because sometimes we don't take that step of breaking that relationship because of the not feeling safe and the courage to take that step and break free from that unhealthy relationship. So I think that's very important is finding that safety net in order for you to break free from unhealthy relationship because we all were created to be in healthy relationship. God created us to be in relationship with him, 
to be in relationship with ourselves and to expand that to relationship with others. But it's all about good. It has to be love. It has to be something positive. And if it's anything that compromise your self-love core values, you just gotta cross it out and move forward. Yes, there have to be firm boundaries. And there is an 800 number. If you happen to be in an abusive relationship, there is help. There is a 24-hour domestic violence hotline in the United States. And that number is 800-799-SAFE. That's 800-799-7233. Call that number. There are crisis intervention workers that can help you and keep your marriage license, your kids' birth certificates, your birth certificate, your husband's social security number and his driver's license number and all those important numbers and things together in a safe place. So if you have to leave, you can just leave with the clothes on your back and be able to take care of your business. Okay. So I'm so excited about this book. It is called Embracing Imperfections. It is actually officially launching February 5th. But of course, you can pre-order it right now from us. And Jilda, what is the best way for our listeners to get in contact with you? Did you have a free gift or anything for them? Well, my free gift, I usually put, uh, put like free PDF on my link tree, Jilda Johnson Goldie. And then on my website, they can go for the link to purchase the book, which is goldiespeaks.com. And also they can uh, DM me on Instagram to connect Jilda Johnson in Instagram, at Jilda Johnson. Okay, and you know that our link tree age vibrantly tips dot com you can come there and i will have all the jilda's information there too so you can well i'm maybe not all of it. i have at least one link for her so you can get in touch with her too so i'm so excited about having you with us here on age vibrantly tips podcast you have been such a joy and we wish you all the best and remember unless you die young you will get old so walk now or use a walker later. I'm Marcy Cody of MarcyCodyArian.com and you've been listening to Age Vibrantly Tips Podcast. Thank you so much, Jilda. That is all. Carry on. Thanks for listening to Age Vibrantly Tips Trajectory Changing Thursdays. Please be so kind to leave us a review, subscribe, like, and share with everyone that you care about. Until next time, do something every day that your future self will be grateful for. Go to agevibrantlytips.com to connect with Marcy and her guests.